Welcome to Sparrow Speaks, the podcast with the latest health news and information from Sparrow, MidMichigan's premier community healthcare leader. I'm your host, Deborah Howell, and today we'll be learning about the anterior hip replacement approach. Our guest is Dr. Nicholas Doman, an orthopedic surgeon with Sparrow Medical Group, Charlotte Orthopedics. Welcome, Dr. Doman. Well, hi. Thanks for having me. Lovely. Let's jump right in. Can you help us understand what anterior hip replacement or even what just hip replacement is? Yeah, so I thought we'd start with talking about just what hip replacement is. So a hip replacement is replacing the ball and socket of your own self with a metal and uh, plastic implant. This is done via different ways. There are usually three main ways. They all are a little different with a little bit different recoveries. So in order to replace the hip, we have to get down to it. And so the ways to do that are through basically the back or more towards your buttock, the side of your hip or the front of your hip. And when you do the replacement through the side or the back or buttock region, to get to the hip, you have to cut muscle to get down to it. At the end of the surgery, the surgeon would then repair that muscle and that obviously takes some time to heal. The anterior hip, or basically the front approach, is an approach where instead of cutting muscle, we basically use a natural plane um, between two muscles and go down, do the hip replacement, and then there's no sewing of any muscle at the end of the surgery. We basically just let the muscles fall back together. And so the benefit to this is there's not that extra trauma to your body and the recovery short-term has been shown to be a lot quicker. Well, no wonder it's grown in popularity so much. So what's the advantage or benefit of anterior hip replacement? So the benefit is in the short-term, within the first weeks and months, it's a lot quicker recovery, meaning the patient can experience less pain right away after surgery and allow them to get back to their natural life doing what they want. Most people... When they get to the stage of hip replacement, when we've failed all the conservative approaches, they have severe pain that affects their daily living. My goal and passion is to get people back to doing what they love. And the anterior hip replacement allows them to do this um, faster in the short term after surgery. The other benefit is during the surgery, we use a special table and use x-ray during the procedure to help assist me in placing the components in the best position for the specific patient. This minimizes complications and it basically allows the patient to have the implants in the most anatomical position for themselves. This leads to the ability for them to get back to their activity level and hopefully helps decrease the complication rate which the big one with any type of hip replacement is the hip replacement dislocating. If the components are in the correct position, this should minimize the risk of that. And I'm also able to move the hip around fully during surgery to make sure that the hip doesn't dislocate during surgery. Wonderful. Now, what might surprise people about this procedure? I think the biggest thing is a recovery. You know, a lot of my patients that have gone through this especially the ones that have had a different approach on the other side, are pretty shocked at how quicker the recovery is for them. And a lot of people think that hip replacements are just for the you know elderly patients in their 70s and 80s. But in my practice, I see 
hip arthritis more and more in the younger population in their 50s and 60s. And so this approach is very good for them because it allows them to minimize the time they're off work and allows them to get back to their daily activities in a much shorter time. What kind of time frame are we talking? So I've had to kind of change what I tell people. I usually say there's no restrictions. You can do whatever you want after surgery. But I've had some patients that have done so well that they want to go out and chop down a tree and cut wood a week after surgery. So (laughs) I kind of revise that now. I say, you know, you can do what you want within reason. A lot of people after surgery, they go home the day after surgery. We have therapy come to their house for two to three times after the surgery in that first week. Then we would see you in the office and get you set up for outpatient therapy. And usually most people are done with therapy somewhere between two to six weeks. Mm-hmm. Right away after surgery, their pain from the arthritis is gone. That deep wow. groin pain that a lot of people you know, come with is gone. They have a little bit of pain from the surgery itself. Mm-hmm. And that's usually resolved within a few weeks. So most of my patients, when I see them in six weeks, are pretty much back to normal and functioning and doing what they want. What about driving? Driving's a little different. So for the right side, you know, that's roughly somewhere, you know, between three to weeks, just depending on the patient and how they recover. It's one of those things where we have to have a conversation and make sure they feel comfortable enough to go from the gas to the brake. The left side is a little different. You know, that's quicker. So on the left hip, usually somewhere between a week and two, somewhere in that range. Can you talk about your experience with the procedure and at your practice? Yeah, so this is actually one of my favorite surgeries to do just because the patients recover so quickly and do so well. So it's one of my passions. I do many of these every year. And my practice, you know, I have a partner, Dr. Pescato, and the two of us take the approach of treating each individual patient as themselves and coming up with a customized treatment plan. We don't just look at your x-rays. We spend time getting to know you and what your goals are. And then we come up with a treatment plan. We're very big into trying conservative treatment first, but also being honest with you and giving you reasonable expectations. And then when it comes down to surgery, we have a full team around us to help get you through that from our front staff to our medical assistants. And then we also have our physician assistant, Emma, and Derek, our athletic trainer, We also have a joint camp that people go to prior to surgery. It's a nice overview of kind of what to expect. There's a nice PowerPoint and there's common questions that are answered. There's also other patients there and they may ask things that you don't think of. And so it's a good thing to go to and get comfortable with the surgery. And then in the post-op period after surgery, the recovery, I'm very big in being available for my patient. I live in Charlotte. I'm a part of the community. And so actually each patient that I do surgery on gets my cell phone. So if they have questions or concerns, they have direct access to me. And then also my staff at the office is very good at responding to patients and making sure they're comfortable. It almost makes me want to have it. I I really love the idea of joint (laughs) camp. I've never heard of anything like that for all the patients beforehand. That's wonderful. Yeah, it's been really a good addition. It really makes, you know, patients feel comfortable prior to the surgery, which is very nice. I still have a couple of questions about post-surgical activities. Deadlift, weighting, I mean, are we talking about tennis? Can we play touch football? We kind of talk about that on an individual basis, but I mean, golf, tennis, kind of lower impact activities, whenever you're comfortable, usually 
you know, within a few weeks to two months, you can resume those. Weightlifting, obviously, we have to have a conversation about if you're trying to be like an Olympic weightlifter, that's a little different. Yeah. Going to the gym, lifting light weights, doing exercise classes, spinning classes, riding a bike, all those things are completely fine whenever the patient's comfortable. Maybe some of the weird twisty yoga poses, not right away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the good news is, like I said, I move your hip in every which direction during surgery. So if it's going to dislocate, it's going to dislocate during surgery and I can fix it. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty confident that the hip is pretty stable after surgery. Great. Well, Dr. Doman, thank you so much. We appreciate your time with us today. Uh, thanks for being on the podcast. Yeah, it's my pleasure. I'm happy to do it. To learn more about Sparrow Orthopedics, visit sparrow.org slash orthopedics. And be sure to subscribe to Sparrow Speaks in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts for our additional healthcare topics. I'm your host, Deborah Howell. Thanks for listening and have yourself a great day. <laughs>